On today's show, FCA's new labor deal with the UAW is in peril. A new report shows conservative car colors are a global phenomenon, and a look at the deep-seated problems on the VW board. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for September 28th of 2015. While the Volkswagen scandal is far from blowing over, here are the latest developments. Audi announced today that 2.1 million of its vehicles were fitted with diesel engines that used illegal software to circumvent emission standards, including the A1, A3, A4, A5, A6, TT, Q3, and Q5. Last week, reports out of Germany said that Michael Horn, the CEO of Volkswagen of America, was going to be fired. You'll remember he's the only executive at VW who publicly stated, let's be clear about this, our company was dishonest. But then VW's dealer group in the U.S. put out a statement saying that it would be a disaster if Horn was fired. And maybe that saved his job because he's still on the payroll. We also learned that Martin Winterkorn, the CEO of Volkswagen AG, who recently resigned, now faces criminal investigation from German prosecutors. And finally, the Board of Supervisors also announced a sweeping reorganization of the entire group aimed at reducing complexity. And later in the show, John has our Autoline insight into the deep-seated problems on the VW board. FCA's new labor deal with the UAW is in peril. A few weeks back, the two sides reached a tentative agreement, but it still had to be ratified by union members. About one-third of the workers still need to vote, but so far, most have rejected it. And while UAW VP Norwood Jewell says it's still mathematically possible the deal gets ratified, that sure doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement. Union members say the deal doesn't get rid of the two-tier wage system, doesn't cap entry-level hires, and they have concerns about the healthcare co-op. So what's next? Well, that's a good question. UAW leadership could try renegotiating the deal with FCA, come up with a new deal with Ford or GM, or authorize a strike. Still to come, car sales in the American market are accelerating faster than anyone expected. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Pure Michigan, leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles. We run on brain power. Sales in the American market are hotter than the seat Martin Wintercorn is currently sitting on. After an impressive August, the SAR was pegged at 17.7 million units a number almost no one was expecting. But now Wards is forecasting that the SAR is going to shoot up again after September sales come out to a whopping 17.8 million. Light trucks are once again expected to lead the way. Interest rates are currently very low, but with the market showing consistent growth and other external factors like the Chinese market floundering, we would not be surprised to see the Federal Reserve increase interest rates. What is it about car buyers today? People have become very conservative in the colors that they choose. The paint supplier Exalta put together a fascinating chart that tracks the color preferences 
of car buyers from all over the world over the last 60 years. And what jumps out at you is that through the 50s, 60s, 70s, and early 80s, car buyers preferred bright colors. Green, blue, brown, and red were the predominant colors of cars. Not anymore. Today, white, black, silver, and gray are the most popular colors. And this is a global phenomenon. I wonder if it's a reflection of the times we live in. But at least there's one glimmer of hope. That chart from Exalta shows that red cars are starting to make a comeback. And coming up next, John weighs in on the deep-seated problems on the Board of Supervisors at VW. Every company has a board that's supposed to keep a watchful eye on management and make sure that it works as it's supposed to. Boards are supposed to provide at least a different perspective than what management might think. But it's clear the VW board is comprised of a bunch of insiders. There are 20 members of VW AG's Board of Supervisors. Eight of them represent unions. Three of them represent the government of the German state of Lower Saxony. Four of them are family members that essentially control the voting stock. Two of them represent the country of Qatar, which owns about 17% of VW stock. One of them represents a bank. One of them represents VW management. And one of them is a designer, one of the token women on the board. All of them, except maybe the designer, have a vested interest in the company. In other words, there's no outside viewpoints that are brought to any board discussions. The union and the government members are simply there to preserve as many German jobs as they can. The rest of them are there to preserve their investments or family holdings. So even though the Board of Supervisors just announced a major restructuring of the company, do not expect the culture of the company to change. Because in my opinion, all they're doing are rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Anyway, with that, we wrap up today's show, and I want to thank you for making Autoline a part of your day.